thought-leading, data-driven, safety-focused. This is The Blind Spot, a podcast by Samba Safety. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Blind Spot, a podcast by Samba Safety. I'm your host today, Tyler Kern, and joining me for today's episode is Eric Waldinger, CMO at Samba Safety. Eric, it's good to talk to you today. Good to talk to you as well, Tyler. Excellent, excellent. Well, today on the show, we're discussing the value of driver monitoring for brokers and commercial insurers. And so, uh, Eric, we're going to dive into this a a little bit more. And I want to start off just by asking, what are some of the common issues facing commercial line auto carriers today? What what are they seeing and and what are some of their main issues? Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, You know, we focus a lot on combined ratios and the impact our products and services have on combined ratios within commercial auto carriers. You know, according to the claims journal, the commercial auto sector has had an average combined ratio of over 100. In fact, I think it's about 106 uh, for eight years and was predicted to remain so for another two years prior to COVID. Um, so really what that means is that for every dollar that, you know, a, that, that a consumer spending that the the payout's a dollar six. So, you know, for the last eight years, commercial auto carriers have looked at auto insurance as part of their portfolio and it hasn't been profitable. And, you know, if I go back 10 years prior, you were probably more in like the 96 to 98 per, you know, cents to the dollar. What we're really focusing on is how do we help impact that combined ratio and ultimately the underwriting profitability of a commercial auto carrier. And and one of the easiest ways to do that is to mitigate the risk. So as you are underwriting these programs, if you implement driver monitoring, we know that there is intrinsically a 14% decrease in year one on average of crashes. Um, So right off the bat, if someone is not doing driver monitoring and they're just pulling annual MBRs and you've underwritten them, you can make your book significantly more profitable in a very short amount of time by making sure that the organizations you're covering have driver monitoring. And to me, it's it's one of these opportunities when I've joined Samba Safety, I guess I've been here nine months now. I didn't realize the true impact this has, not just to you know the safety of organizations, but truly what this can mean to the bottom line of a commercial auto carrier. Right, right. That that may, that absolutely makes a lot of sense. Now, we're we're talking about brokers as well. So, are are they facing different issues, similar issues? Kind of talk me through uh, maybe how that looks different for 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 brokers as well. Yeah, it's interesting because I look at his left hand, right hand. Um, so you know, there were for many years there's been concerns were were the brokers going to go away, and you know, were they going to be disintermediated by technology? And and, and the truth is the broker plays an enormous role within the insurance and, and um, you know, coverage in, for most organizations. And what we can do for a broker, it, similar to the carrier, is look, it's all about data. Um, you know, personal lines auto carriers are swimming in data because they've got all the records, they've got the information that they need, they, they've got it at their fingertips. Commercial doesn't have that opportunity necessarily nearly to the brokers. So the brokers might be able to see a snapshot of the driving behavior of the organizations they're covering, but they don't get the full picture. Um, and so when driver monitoring is implemented within organizations, now you give even more power to the broker to start having the right conversations with the underwriters. Um, you know, data is is extremely important. So if you understand that, you know, crash 
the crashes have decreased X percent over a year, and you can start modeling out the, both the frequency and the severity of your, um, of your risk profile, now all of a sudden a broker has an opportunity to go to these carriers and say, look, our risk profile was X, it's now Y. Um, and based off that, we either need to hold the premiums, we need to be able to look at a mix. We know that we're going to, that we are a much safer base than we were the year prior. Um, and so by having driver monitoring and either mandating it and or recommending it, and in some cases, we have both brokers and carers who are just buying it on behalf of their organizations because they understand the true impact. And so that data will tell you everything from your major to minor you know, violations. It will tell you what's happening, whether it's administrative or non-administrative. Having that visibility into your base is huge. You know, I'll, I'll use a good example. And that is, you know, people who have major violations on their records are much more likely to get into a crash in 180 days prior to that major violation. Well, right now, as most companies pull MVRs once a year, you have this huge visibility gap. I think we talked about the visibility gap in some of the other podcasts, but that visibility gap means you're exposed. You're exposed because you only know once a year how that driver is doing. With driver monitoring and having those that data roll up to your broker or your carrier, um, it allows you to say, look, I understand these five drivers are our biggest risk. And I can either do intervention and or I can do termination. Or, you know, it's not at renewal time and all of a sudden the carrier says, I will insure you. However, these five people are so far out of the policy, it's going to knock you out. And so it's about getting that data and getting the analytics ahead of time to be able to impact change in real time versus waiting every six months or every year. Right, right. Now, you've talked um, pretty extensively just about driver monitoring um, throughout those first two questions. And, you know, we, we have a podcast that discussed at length what driver monitoring is and how it works. But uh, let's let's just cover that in, in from kind of a broad perspective uh, in this particular scenario. Kind of talk me through driver monitoring, how it works, and, and what that looks like uh, for this particular aspect of things, like what we're t- discussing today when it comes to, um, you know, commercial auto carriers and uh, and brokers. Well, in its cru- like in, in the crux of it is when you use continuous driver monitoring, companies can identify negative driving trends and intervene uh, before the driver causes a claim. And the way that happens is traditional, like I said, organizations will pull motor vehicles records once a year, maybe every six months. There's all this administrative uh, burden that comes into it. They essentially then categorize like who's a safe driver, who's not a safe driver. With continuous driver monitoring, instead of having to pull, think of about pulling MBRs every single day. Um, but in this case, it's an alert. So if I'm a dri- if I'm driving, and I have a failure to obey, or I get a DUI, or I get a speeding ticket, it will automatically notify my employer, telling me that my driving profile has changed, very similar to a credit score. Um, and and what you want to look at is. Every organization has a safety policy and they have a driver safety policy. However, very few of them actually enforce the policy until it's egregious. And, you know, the small tweaks of making sure your people, we say, stay in the green, um, but really are good, drive well and are taking the right 
actions, you know, that they're driving safe, they're not speeding, they're using their signals. They understand the impact of their driving behavior and how that not just fits into society, but also what that role means into your organization. Because every crash has impact. You know, on average, I think the cost of a crash without um, bodily injury is about $17,500 on average. The average cost of a crash with bodily injury is $78,000. So if you can think about the impact to your organization's bottom line, let's say there's a hundred people who are driving in your organization, 20% of them are going to get in a crash a year. That's just the averages of, of, of how it comes out. Which means right off the bat, you are spending significant dollars on crash-related costs that also impacts your insurance. Now, many organizations are self-insured up to a, a X percent. Um, so that money is just cash out the door. Other, when it's more egregious, then you're going to have even more significant dollars. Um, the other piece that impacts on the driver monitoring, though, is really around lawsuits and negligence entrustment. There are so many people out there who um, you know, will sue and they will sue and they will win if you do not show that you have the data and you are doing the things to protect your customers. Most lawsuits are covered through insurance. They're not covered by self-insurance. And so those settlements and those payouts impact both the underwriting profitability for the insurance carriers, but also just bottom line dollars for the, the organizations. And so driver monitoring is simple. I mean, you literally are just making sure you're getting alerts when your, your people are driving either well or, or, or badly. And then you actually have the data and the information to take, a act, to, to take action and help those drivers become better drivers. Absolutely. Yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's a that's a really good way of putting it. Now we, we've been discussing it from one side, but if we flip it around, how, can you explain a little bit more about how continuous driver monitoring benefits the the customers of commercial carriers as well? Oh, I mean, it's a huge impact. You know, right off the bat, like I said, on average, it's fourteen percent um, of uh, we can reduce crashes fourteen percent. But more importantly, there's other key pieces of data. So ten percent of your drivers. Will 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 drive forty percent of the cost. I'm going to say that again. Ten percent of the drivers cause forty percent of the crash-related costs. Right off the bat, if you can just reduce that number in half, let's say you only make it five, you reduce your your, your cost twenty percent. The impacts are huge from just a cost savings, but more importantly, you want to keep your people safe, and you want to make sure that those people and your employees not only know that it's important how to drive, but that they're not getting in accidents. Um, you know, overall, Samba Safety wants to reduce crashes 20% in the next five years. And the way to be able to do that is working with the brokers, the carriers, and the organizations that, that understand data is important, driving behavior is important, but this whole ecosystem is, is fragile. And you need to be, be paying attention every single day when you're behind the wheel. You know, if you look at COVID and you look at the impact, and we've talked about that before, um, over the last six weeks, the number of fatal accidents versus people on the road is exponentially higher. The number of people speeding sub uh, over 100 miles per hour has increased substantially in almost all areas. 
It's because with less drivers, people are getting are are are, are more comfortable and they're driving worse. The same token, you know, with the F, uh, FMCSA uh, changing some of the hours of service and making sure that we have goods and services on the road, our truckers, which are doing a phenomenal job in this environment, have some bad habits. And it's going to be really hard when you start seeing congestion again and going back to that. And so monitoring, again, the impact to the employees and the organizations are reducing your cost reducing your liability footprint, and most importantly, saving the lives and the property of your organization. Right. So it's it, it, it seems readily apparent, you know, just how beneficial this is both for customers and, um, you know, for for carriers and also for brokers. So, you know, can, can you go into a little bit more detail? I know we, we talked a little bit about this off the top, um, just as you explained the issues that are facing auto carriers. Uh, but, but can we talk a little bit more about how this is just such a game changer for carriers, especially as it relates to their combined ratios and, and things along those lines, like you mentioned earlier? Yeah. I mean, look, it all comes down to underwriting profitability at the end of the day. You know, on the employer side, they're trying to make sure they mitigate risk and our insurance carriers are trying to price the risk accordingly. Well, it's difficult to price the, the risk correctly without getting the full view of crash and claims data, the full view of, you know, violations data, the full view of driver behavior. You're making assumptions and models based off of the best information you have. What we can provide these carriers, again, in a rolled up setting because of PII, it's not the individual names, we can show the full print, full print, footprint. We can show what risk is associated with what categories. And then leveraging some predictive analytics, we know which are the riskier drivers. Um, and so if you are a commercial carrier and if you're an underwriter and you are writing and you want to make sure your book is as profitable as humanly possible, you want to price it accordingly. But you also don't want to price out of the market. Um, you know, as, as I'm sure you know, pricing in, in insurance is extremely sensitive. Because you may get the right numbers and you might say, this is what the risk profile and this is what I'm willing to underwrite at. And there might be another organization that looks at the risk profile differently. What, what driver monitoring allows you to do is twofold. One, it gets a, a, a common data set. So now we're working off the same amount of information. But two, either, you know, and, and many of our, our commercial auto carriers are paying for this. Uh, for the organizations because they see the impact. But what it does is it makes it stickier. So you're no longer, you know, in your February or your, your July renewal time, you're no longer necessarily worrying about what is this risk? What's, what's getting increased? What, what do I need to do from a pricing standpoint? Now, all that data is out there. You can have continuous conversations over the year. You can look at what is the savings to mean for driver monitoring and how does that impact other areas of your of your book or of your your the organization you're working with best example over the last four months um, workers comp which used to be the cash cow of our carriers base has dried up and it's dried up because there were so many closures related to covid that people were filing workers comp claims against the organizations because they would have to close down a construction site. Now, so so that money, which used to be a, a big money maker for, the organ, for that insurance carrier, has now become at risk. And so you've got to figure out better ways to make sure that across all of your lines of business, 
that you have the right uh, underwriting metrics and the right profitability. Um, that coupled with you know just raising insurance costs, raising cost of claims, all of that together, and all of those data points allow our underwriters and allow the commercial auto carriers that we work with to again price the risk accordingly. So flipping back over to the broker side, you know they they can utilize this tool as well for their customers. So can you explain a little bit more about why brokers are beginning to mandate or subsidize this tool as well? Yeah, I mean for a little bit different reasons. Um, you know, from a broker standpoint, their job is I think one of the hardest in in America. They're trying to figure out the nuances of everything around an insurance policy. They're trying to make sure, you know, especially right now while while organizations are trying to optimize budget or control cost, insurance is a big line item. And so there's a lot of pressure on them to make sure one, um, they are renegotiating or negotiating on the employer's behalf. But two, they also want to help make great decisions for employers. And and if you're a mid-sized company and your CFO is the person who is buying the insurance, they are not experts in drivers. They're not experts in insurance. And so, you know, most of our brokers live and breathe and die driving every single day and understand the nuances, but they're lacking the data. They, you know, in many cases, they used to buy MVRs once a year just so that they actually really truly understood what that footprint looks like. For a broker, again, being able to look at a base and be able to help during the course of a year to say our risk profile is too high or your self-insurance rate is way too high based off of your risk profile, based off this data, we want to go shopping and we want to make sure we get you not just necessarily the best rates because you're not always going to see an impact in each line item. We want to make sure that the mix across the board gives you the best coverage humanly possible and that we are keeping you as an organization as safe and mitigating as much risk as, as we can. So this really seems like a, a pretty big differentiator, right? So kind of talk me through that, that, that brokers can use this as a way to differentiate themselves from you know, other brokers and, and the rest of their competition. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's about the stickiness. It's about being able to retain and, and keep your customers, but it's also able to land new ones. And so, you know, it used to be the person with the best toys wins. Uh, that's changed. It's the person with the best data wins now. And so by getting an organization and, and helping them turn into a data-driven uh, safety organization, which is hard, um, you know, they focus a lot on safety policies. They focus on a lot of areas. You become much closer to your organization. You can give them better advice. You can leverage that data in different ways. Um, and then again, you know, looking at the training and development aspects that come out of that are huge. And, you know, many organizations have been very progressive. We've got, what, about 5,500 customers that do driver monitoring but if you look at the overall you know, base of America and companies, this should be something that is not a nice to have. It's a must have. And it's a must have because it has such significant impact. Again, going back to my, my, my scenario on, on crashes, again, if 20 drivers are on average out of 100 are going to get in a crash a year, and that average cost is let's just make it easy, because I suck at math. Um, You're talking about a million dollars in crashes. So if you can cut that uh, initially, that 14% down, you've saved $140,000 a year by reducing crashes just on the first year. 
just pure 100 drivers. And honestly, the numbers are significantly higher. Um, you know, we work with lots of organizations to look at their actual risk profile. But if someone told me you needed to spend a little bit of money to go save a lot, I think most of us would do that. And again, most importantly, it's saving lives and it's helping with organizations with driver retention, with identifying risk um, and keeping us safer. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm glad you made that math easy because I too am very bad at math. Uh, so just as we as we start to wrap up here, Eric, you know, why is it so important for carriers and brokers to act as partners to their customers rather than just providers? Can Kind of explain the difference there between partner and provider and, and why that's so significant. Look, for, for many years, a carrier was just a carrier um, to organizations. And, and, you know, they provided the insurance and they provided some guidance, but it was more of a transactional nature. Um, you know, with technology, with just the evolution of the markets themselves, with the impact that brokers have, um, they now have data that can help. They have a huge cross set of organizations, you know? So if you look at an industry like construction or you look at like an industry in oil and gas, you know, the Permian uh, roadway, which is one of the most dangerous stretches on highway, one of the leading groups that is helping figure this out is an insurance carrier. Um, not just because of the cost, but because they recognize if they can keep their people safe, they can move, we can move oil faster. Um, and, and so that partnership is about sharing the right data at the right time and it's being able to make the right recommendations across your book of business. And, and you're, you know, so for, for us, the most progressive carriers are the ones who are actually saying one of two things. They're either providing this on their behalf or they're subsidizing it. Um, in some cases, they will do what, it, what is almost like a resale, um, where they will say, look, we know this is important. We'll, we want to make sure organizations do this. We're going to include this in the price and we will resell it as part of the overall group of, you know, the, the overall portfolio. Um, and those are where you start looking at partners because they want to provide you the data that make it a win, 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 win. We like to talk about Tyler, you know, in this case, the employer wins, the broker wins, the carrier wins and Samba wins. And I've, I, I've said this a thousand times to you. I have never been in an organization where I see it's a win, 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 win situation because all of that rolls up to keeping people safe. Yeah, I, I don't think there are too many scenarios in life that are win, 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 win. So uh, that's a that's an impressive thing and something that I think is, uh, like you mentioned, beneficial for everybody. So it's it's good to talk about and it's good to be a part of talking about this and uh, and seeing that change enacted. And so, uh, Eric, thank you so much for joining me today, talking a little bit more about the value of driver monitoring for brokers and commercial insurers. And um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to, uh, to future episodes as well. Awesome. And I'll leave you with one part, parting word if you are listening. If you are a carrier or broker, um, and you want to find out more, please feel free to reach out to any of our sales team or myself. Um, what I will tell you is the impact of this is just exponential. Um, and thank you so much for the time. Absolutely. Everybody head to sambasafety.com. That's sambasafety.com. You can get more information, find contact info and things like that um, and, and learn more there as well. So everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Blind Spot. Uh, it's been a pleasure having you. Make sure to go subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts these days and, and make sure to go back and listen to previous episodes. You can get future episodes downloaded directly there as well. Like I said before, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thank you so much for joining me and we'll talk again soon.